Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-renowned animal communicator, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. That's me, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. We're calling all animals dead and alive, um, and I dedicate this show to teaching you all and your animals how to understand each other better. Welcome. And you can you can log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Don't forget to the 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 um, for all things animal communication as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Call in right now at nine one seven eight eight nine two six nine three. That's nine one seven eight eight nine two six nine three. Chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host Aiku Sahara. And we got Kendra and Deanna on the phones. Thank goodness. And thank you, ladies. Um, yay. yay. We're here Thursdays. It's my favorite day. Um, and I'm happy to announce that I have a new family member named Fenway. And he just arrived a couple days ago. And he's a half, he's 15 month old male, half Australian shepherd, half poodle, which would be if. Super cool. Yeah, it's if your dogs, if um, Storm King and Luca had a baby, they would have Fenway. You <laughs> want <laughs> a female. And yeah. <laughs> I know, but that's but what he true, repeats. It's like Luca and Stormy mixed. Yeah. How cool is that? Whoa, who's that? That was Seymour. Oh, what's she, what's she saying? Well, she's upset because she's in her cage, but she didn't want to be in the tree because she was worried a rat was going to get her because she told me that a rat came to get her. But I told her parrots can eat rats, so she doesn't have to worry about a rat. (laughs) I wish there was a camera at your house. (laughs) You know, like, I wish there was, like, you had your your house documented and we could hear all these conversations happening with all the animals. It would be pretty funny because she wouldn't tell me that the rat climbed up the tree for like 24 hours. She just wouldn't go in the tree. <laughs> now she told me and she she got over it and she was in there a little bit. I can I can just hear some people are probably like, oh, my God, a rat? You can't put her in there. That's dangerous. But really, you don't know Seymora. She can like kick some serious butt with that beak of hers. And I have been on the other end of it. So, no rat. <laughs> the rat doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. But anyway, back um, to Fenway. Back to Fenway. Back to Fenway. So, Rosa, my cat, and Fenway, they got along great the first day. But that night, Rosa peed in my bed. And I don't know why. And I, I have a feeling it's because he may have been, um, like, walking around because, you know, it was his first night and he didn't just settle down. And she was afraid to get to her litter box. Did, did you ask her? I did not ask her. Okay. Well, I think I, I may have asked her, but I don't remember. Let's ask her. What do you mean? 
mean you don't remember? I want you to ask her, and then I'll check and see if you got it right. I don't know. I don't talk to animals. Yes, you do talk to animals. Okay, this is I, who says she doesn't talk to animals, but can you please tell them what happened with Fenway? <laughs> well, I don't talk to animals, but, you know, in case this whole animal communication thing really does work out for me, like, I know Laura can do it, but I can't do it, I don't think. Yes, but just in case, <laughs> just in case, I, when I was applying for Fenway, you know, as to the rescue group, I told him telepathically that whoever, if he gets picked by the wrong, by another family other than me, that he should act crazy or he should, like, you know, just be unruly towards them. So then they would pick me. You did this in person at your first interview with him, right? No, I did it, like, the whole, like, couple weeks while I was waiting to get the oh, interview with him. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, like, out for weeks before I was waiting to find out if I could meet him or not. I kept telling him, like, you can't go to another family. You're coming home to me. Like, you know, act crazy. And apparently he barked at the other family for, like, 20 minutes. And he didn't bark at me that much. I mean, he barked yeah, at, like, first. What did but... he do? Yeah, and, like, you, they were, like, so amazed. Like, didn't he, like, like lick your face or come Yeah, then, or, like, then by the him? second time I met him, he yeah, he was, like, licking my face. And the, <laughs> the family was like, I can't believe he's acting like this. They were so shocked. And he barked for 20 minutes at the other family. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. That's so funny, I think. I know. Okay. Okay, let's get Rosa. Oh, okay. You sure you don't want to ask Rosa? I'm good. You ask her. All right. Rosa, why did you pee on Mom's bed? Well, it's my bed, too. I know, Rosa. Why did you pee on your bed? I wanted to tell him you can't jump up here. I was telling him this is not that kind of house. The bed is mine and mom's. Is that true? Yes, it's true. He's no dogs dog. on the bed, right? Well, no big so, dogs on the bed. So, Rosa, honey, um, hun, so I think you got your point across, right? So now just peeing yeah. in the litter box? Yeah. What do you think of Fenway? He's kind of goofy looking. And he kind of smells funny. Why does he smell funny? Does he? No. He doesn't smell what do you at mean all. He smells funny. What do you mean by that? He has a different scent than I'm used to. Maybe just because it doesn't. It's a new dog, maybe. Yeah. He has longer hair. We didn't. We've never had a dog with long hair. He's got a funny look in his eye. And I have to say that the last time I spoke to Rosa about Fenway, he thought that he, that she thought that he was Ventura, I's old dog, and her old cat combined. Remember? Yes, that's what she did say. So we think it's Ventura. And you know what? I like him from a distance. And I think he's going to work out just fine. That's good. <clears throat> Right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think that they will. I think Rosa, you know, I joke around here that 
I'm her slave and that she's my queen. And so I think a little bit it's gone to her head. And so she's getting a little bit bossy around here. (laughs) I think that's what's going on. What do you mean? Oh, she's changing her eating schedule. You know, she's very serious about getting pet whenever she wants. And I had to buy a machine that feeds her in the middle of the night because I didn't want to get up in the middle of the night and feed her. (laughs) And it's not like she really eats it. She kind of like eats a little bit and then like goes back to bed. Mm. Yeah. Mom, it's good for me to eat in the middle of the night. Makes me sleepy. Mom, it's good for your body. Even you should try it. You should put carrot sticks next to your bed. <laughs> what? Do you, eat, do you eat carrot sticks? I do eat carrot sticks. <laughs> but she's been actually eating in, she's been bringing her food away from the eating area and bringing it into the bed. That's funny into you say that. Oh, yeah, she, she actually does eat in bed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. That's really awfully interesting. And is she doing that just since Fenway came, or she's been doing no, that before? No, she just started doing that maybe a week before. I mean, who knows? Maybe it does have something to do with her sugar levels. Maybe she does need food in the middle of the night. I guess so. Maybe I mean, I should so. go to the doctor again just in case. Well, I don't think you do. I mean, maybe she's just saying, like, hey, you should No, not me. I need to take her just in case she's got... Even though they ch- tested her thyroid, you know? Yeah, and you know what they say also about the animals is that they do sort of change at the change of the seasons. So oftentimes you'll see, like, your animal kind of getting worse for a little while or doing different behaviors at the change of the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. People are like that, too. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. I I'm hope not she's saying she feels sick or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that hmm. dog makes me a little nervous, she says. He makes me a little nervous. He doesn't even do anything. She, like, ran over to him and, like, punched him in the head the other day. <laughs> what do you think about Rosa? What do you think about your new life, and what do you think about Rosa? I feel like this place is awesome. I mean, I miss my old family a little, but this place is so cool. I've always getting down on her knees and saying, this is what's up. And I'm like, that's right. I know it. I'm getting so much smarter. And then she makes me do this stopping thing when we walk. And I think I'm understanding it. Yes, I make him sit and wait while we cross the street. That is so funny. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. Good boy. You're really good boy. You're really a pet psychic, Laura. Of course (laughs) I am. (laughs) These are those moments that I'm like, whoa, this stuff can I I don't know. She actually knows her stuff. I know. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for talking to them. And uh, welcome, everybody, to Fenway. 
and my new family member, so he'll probably be on Words of Wisdom every now and then. You will, uh, Henry, think about Words of Wisdom. You'll do it tonight, okay? Oh, my gosh, okay. really? Yeah, why not? Okay. Okay, okay. Henry. Okay, well, we're going to go straight into um, our special guest today, who is Siglinda from Goat House Refuge, and um, they are a cat rescue. Don't be confused by the name Goat House like I was, but <laughs> let's find out. Siglinda, tell me, um, why is it the name Goat House? Well, because when I bought the property, uh, there was an old goat here. His name was Foggy because he sounded like a foghorn. And he lived in an old plantation house that was falling down apart. And uh, so I made that place into my studio. I'm a potter. And I called it the goat house because it was the goat house. And so <laughs> everything became the goat house. I guess also I identify with an old goat. So I That makes that. sense. Now I understand. And you you're a 501c3 cat rescue located in Pittsburgh, uh North Carolina. And uh and tell us um a little bit about how you got into cat rescue and what kind of cats do you rescue? Any any cat. We rescue any cat that especially cats that are in shelters that are going to be killing them in gas chambers because I just I just refuse to accept that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we we take uh, kitties from those places, but also people um, ask us to take in cats when they lose their homes, when they lose their job, when they go into uh, you know hospice and they are sick, and we we try to help everybody we can help up to a point. You know, we can do it. Right. And um, tell us about Twig, who we're going to be talking to. What does Twig look like? How old is it? Uh, is Twig male or female? It's a boy. And he came from uh, somebody brought him here. And he's a long cat with a long tail. He's all black. And uh, he's uh, three years old. And he started doing this funny thing. He goes, and we have an acre and a half uh, of wooded land where the cats go out and climb trees, and they have hammocks between the trees. And he goes out, and he finds a stick. And then he walks back to the group of uh, cats that are mostly his friends. And he picks up the stick, and he goes, meow, 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 walking back toward the cats. And then when he's back there, he calls everybody. Everybody goes around him. He puts down the stick, and all, and the other cats just rub their head on his head. <laughs> He's doing that all day long, and sometimes <laughs> all day long, <laughs> all day long, all day long, he keeps going back and forth with sticks, and uh, sometimes he brings them even inside the house if uh, you know the other cats are inside there. And and uh, and then what does he do? Then there's just like a pile of sticks. Yeah, there is a pile of sticks, or there are sticks, you know, inside the building. When we find sticks, we know that um, Twig brought it. And, uh, <laughs> but sometimes it feels like a happy thing, and sometimes it feels like a very sad thing. Oh. And I, oh. you know, it, it's, it's very different. It's like, 
it really is like if he's calling and bringing that stick. Mm. Well said. Okay, so we want to ask him, what's going on with the sticks? And, like, did you name him Twig because of the stick issue? Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we call him Twig. (laughs) Okay, so cute. Okay, let's get him and ask him, what is going on, Twig, with the sticks? He says, first I want to ask something. Am I going to stay here for life? Or is he up, he's up for adoption, right? I don't think he would be adopted because he's uh, semi-feral. I can pet him sometimes, but most of the time I cannot. Oh, okay. Yeah, Twig, then you will be there for life, right? That's safe to say to him? Yes. He wants to know if when it's nighttime, if they could have more lights on. You know what that means? We have have blue lights, and there are lights outside also, uh, you know, motion lights. Uh, What do you mean, Twig, by you want the lights on? Do you you not want the lights on, or you want more? I want the lights on down low. I'm wondering if you want the lights on down closer to, like, where they go to the bathroom or where their food is. But it's pretty lit, you're saying, huh? You know, um, one of the reasons why we put um, the motion lights is because we had, uh, we had an accident with coyotes coming in. So oh. now we have a big great Pyrenees dog that walks inside the fence with the cats, and all the cats love him. And, oh, how nice. Uh, yeah, he's guarding the cats. Oh, cool. Name, yeah, his name is Sole. He's very beautiful and very sweet, and all the, the cats like him, and that's why we put the lights out. So maybe he wants more light because he feels protect, more protected. Yeah, but you, Twig, honey, you don't need the lights on because you've got your Sole, and he's walking around protecting you. He says he likes it so he can see. He can't see that well at night, which is really unusual, right? I mean, he's young, and their cats see really well at night. So I like the lights on down low. Down low. Yeah, I'm not sure about that twig, but you can feel feel safe, and you I can't always see in that corner where it's really dark. Oh, yeah, there are some corners that are dark. But you're really safe because nothing's going to happen with Solis. I'm Solis, watch. Tell us what's going on with your your stick-up session. He said he saw an animal do it once and it stuck in his head. What do you mean you saw an animal do it? She was doing it with babies. Oh, the mama cat. Yeah, and she kept bringing the babies. It's really important to take care of the babies. But then she got hurt. 
and she couldn't take care of the babies. So I took care of the babies. And I brought the babies to her so that they could nurse. But why do you keep doing it, honey? Why do you keep doing it with twigs? Because I think it's important to take care of each other. And I tell everybody, you have to take care of each other. Now, tell me this. Did, how old was he when you got him? He came about a year ago. Okay. Um, cause, and so, Twig, tell us, was the mommy okay afterwards? I mean, you said the mommy got hurt and she couldn't go get her kitten, so you got them for her. But is the mom? Ask him where, um, where was he? Yeah, where were you? You know that lagoon area. Where? It was. It looked like a lagoon area. It was near that area. It had like stoppy water. Do you know where that is? No. Do you? Does he know uh, who was taking care of him? Who was taking care of you? Were there people taking care of you at that time? Not really, just that old lady that used to feed us sometimes. Do you know who that was? Yeah, you're right. And, like, so, like, when I see, like, a lagoon area, it could be, especially since he was young, it could be just, like, any standing water. I mean, it could have been a puddle, like a big puddle. But I think it's bigger than that. I think it's bigger than that. I don't know the place where he was. I've never been there, mm. but I know oh. he was an, an old lady. Mm. And you got to take care of each other. I can't tell what happened to the mama. It looks like the mama, something happened to her hind end. She almost looks paralyzed from the hind end like she can't move. Mm. But he's, like, bringing the babies back to nurse with her. Huh. I'm so sad. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know about the. Mama. Everybody know that has to know how to do it. I'm trying to teach the others. Do you know what, Twig? Should I tell him that right. he doesn't need to do that? But you're right because he thought uh, there are two other cats now doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what should I? Like, it almost sounds like a little bit of post-traumatic stress. I mean, what should I tell him? Should I tell him that he doesn't really need to teach everyone that unless there's that situation? But now he's in a place where everyone's always going to be taken care of. So every cat that comes through Goat House is going to always be taken care of. And so no one is going to be left without a person. So Right. And even the little babies are taken care of. They are in the kitties house yeah twig so even the little babies so you don't need to make it your job to do it i mean only if you want to and you think that it's fun but don't stress yourself out okay is, like is it, does he like that the other cats rub their head on his head to say thank yeah you? Well, do you like it when they rub your 
They're saying you're our friend, Twig. <laughs> and if we were in emergency, we would like to have you around. It's so interesting because he's only three. You know, you would think like he would be older with such behavior. But also, he's a boy. Normal. That's a pretty much a normal behavior yeah. for a girl, for a mama. Cat. Yeah. Uh, twig, honey, it's okay. You can kind of let it go a little bit. Okay? And then if anything bad happens and they need your services, then the humans can say, hey, Twig, can you teach them this? But right now, you don't really need to do it. Would you please so only not to be afraid and come and eat without being scared of the other cats? Okay, okay, well, so, yeah, so just so you know, when you're talking to them, I mean, you're really clear in the way you're talking, but um, see if you can stay away from using negatives, like don't be afraid, because what happens is everything that we think and say around them, we create a picture in our mind and a feeling in our body. And when we say things like don't be afraid, then we actually picture the fear. So say be brave, you're always safe. Okay. And, like, you can say things like when you're scared, you know, it makes us upset because we're trying really hard to make your make it so that you feel really safe here. Um, but you, but try and stay away from using the negative. Did you get that, Twig? Okay. okay. I do feel safe. Great. I know and they're I my will, good friends. I will do everything I can to make him understand that he's safe and nobody's going to hurt him. Yeah. And that everyone is going to keep treat him kindly. Yes. The other cats, too. Tell her we feel good here. And we know what she's doing. And when the animals get here and they feel scared... When she walks in, everyone feels safe, <laughs> even hearing her voice. So just yeah. tell her, keep doing what you're doing, and drink lots of water. <laughs> Sometimes you don't drink enough water. Is that true? It's true. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, Glinda, tell us about the uh, the fundraiser that's going to be happening. Oh, we yeah, we put together, you know, one of the things that is really atrocious about North Carolina is that we people pay taxes, and they use it to, to kill the animals in gas chambers. Many, many shelters are killing the animals in gas chambers and with the hard stick, and that is totally not acceptable. You know, we get here cats that come from those shelters that are totally traumatized. They are terrified of everything. And, you know, that is not right. They are not shelters. They are treating the animals like the Nazis treated the, 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 the Jewish people during the war. This is not acceptable. So we are doing a, a concert just to really bring awareness because people don't know. You know how many people are saying, where do you take where the cats? And I say, from places where they keep them with gas chambers. And they don't, and they don't they say, really, are you kidding me? Nobody knows it. So we really need to bring awareness. We need to put a shame to this state 
they should not do anything like that anymore. It's it's barbarian. Mm. It's atrocious. And uh, this concert is going to be on October 4th at the Haw River Ballroom in Saxaha, North Carolina? Yes, it is tomorrow night. Great. And people can uh, get this information about the concert on GoatHouseRefuge.org. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, correct. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, for all our listeners, go to GoatHouseRefuge.org to get all your information about Goat House Refuge and this great concert that they're putting on for this fundraiser. And Siglinda and Twig, thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting people know about us and for yes. talking to Twig. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Siglinda. You have a great day. Thank you. Thanks. Twig. Wow, what a character. I know. He's a cutie uh, pie, too. I know. Twig. I just want to tell Twig that um, he should keep up this only if it's fun. Only if it's fun. I so yeah. agree. Only if it's yeah. fun. Yeah, not like an obsessive, compulsive type of thing. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want him to be stressed out. So this is really coincidental or maybe synchronistic. But our next caller has a dog named Fenway. Um, his picture is on Facebook. He's three year three years old. He's brown and white. Um, do you see his picture, Laura? I do see his picture. What kind of dog is that? Well, it kind of looks like a poodle. Mm, something. Poodle. Maybe he's a poodle. Oh no, he's a Portuguese okay. water dog. That's what he oh, is. Okay. He's a Portuguese water. Yeah. Um. Okay. He's well, he's aggressive and anxious. So let's talk to Anya. Anya, oh, no. um, when is he being aggressive and anxious? Um, it's like really well. He's aggressive and anxious uh, around other dogs uh, when we're walking. If he jumps, like he's he, it's very intermittent. I never know when it's going to happen. Sometimes, like he'll um, jump on my bed in the morning. He doesn't sleep in my bed, but I have another dog that I posted. Sometimes he'll jump on my bed in the morning, and if I even touch him, he'll, like, jump off the bed and growl. Um, he's bitten me. He's bitten several other people. And he's just gotten to the point that he's so aggressive, I can't, and my dog walker's not wanting to come and get him, and I, um, I, I have to give him back to the trainer. And I was at the vet today to see a Dr. Jones. I don't know if you remember her. Um but she oh, suggested yeah, that I contact you, Laura. And so I thought, oh, I'll call you. And then I saw you had the radio show today, and I thought I'd call. And then I called, and it was weird because it just put me through to the actual radio show that was on, and you were talking about Fenway, and I thought you were talking to me. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, so let me so, get this straight. So, so this Fenway is also going after people, too? Yes, yeah. And so did you, did did Dr. Rachel, did she tell you to get him adjusted by any chance if you had him adjusted by a chiropractor? Yes, he's been chiropractically adjusted. He's had biofeedback, the, the machine that Dr. Jones had. Good, good. It definitely helped him. It definitely helped him. Um, okay. But he still, he still has the aggressive, like, the problem is for me, I can't tell somebody, I mean, for example, Sometimes when I touch his feet, he's fine. 
But the one time that I touched his feet and he wasn't fine, he bit me. So I never know when he's going to react aggressively. And I'm not, unfortunately, with my other dog, she's, you know, I have downstairs neighbors that have twins. She can go down there and hang with them and she's fine. But Fenway barks and growls at them and they're afraid of him. So, and, and basically the reason I'm saying that is because I work on a TV show. So my my hours are not the same all the time. And I feel like he's somebody that needs, first of all, I feel like he needs a male. But second of all, I feel like he needs much more of a schedule that I can't and, provide. Yeah, and how old is he? He's three years old. He was born on my birthday. I mean, it's oh, like. Oh, cool. And so tell me this. How long have you had him? Uh-oh. I don't hear her anymore. You guys Oh, no. Me? Did we, yeah, did we lose her? Hmm. Yes, we lost we her. Lost her. Oh, no. Okay. Let's talk. Can we talk to Fenway? I think there's, I think there might be something with our, something wrong with our switchboard. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk to Fenway. So, the Fenway, other Fenway, the other Fenway. Fenway, honey, what's up? What's happening? Why are you being so aggressive? Sometimes I hate people. I just look at them and I get mad. Not just like a little mad, but like really mad. I've got this sizzling feeling all through my body. And this terrible taste in my mouth. The taste in my mouth is so bad. I don't like it at all. And sometimes I have a headache. And then I just don't like people. God, it sounds like something medical is going on. But then they've done, like... It sounds like they've done a lot of stuff. The one thing, too, that I can tell just by looking at his picture is he needs a haircut from away from away his eyes so that he can see. Mm-hmm. He definitely needs to be able to see more. Penway, do you know about calming signals? Okay, so I'm going to explain the calming signals to everyone. So okay. calming and to Fenway, too, at the same time. So calming signals are body language that animals use to calm themselves communicate with other animals, and sometimes they use these body language calming signals to communicate with people as well. And some of these body language signals are blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, sitting down, lying down, yawning, stretching, um, holding up a paw can be one, shaking, where they're shaking off a lot of stress or excitement. You'll see that after a big barking frenzy or a big play session. Um, fake sniffing, coming to you at an arc is one too. So like if you're calling them and your your voice is stern, <laughs> they might come to you at an arc or put their nose to the ground and come to you slowly. And that's just because you're being too intense, not because they're they're um, avoiding you or or um, being stubborn, which a lot of people think. So, um, so. So we love these calming signals. And so when Fenway starts to get aggressive or he starts not to feel good, um, he needs to lick and yawn and blink his eyes and look away or sit down or lie down or walk away. 
so that he can calm himself and then he can think about the situation and what would be the best thing to do. Now, lack of calming, so, calm, so um, body language signals that shows that your animal is stressed or, um, or uh, either stressed and going to be fearful or going to be aggressive or just uncomfortable are closing of the mouth, leaning on the front paws, body getting stiff, eyes staring, and they can either be staring off into whatever's making them upset or staring off into another direction, or their eyes can be really sporadic, like uh, that border collie look when they're going all over the place, like an unfocused border collie. Um, uh, And then from there, it can go into any form of aggression, which is like growling, snarling, um, lunging, or it can go into any fear response, which is like shaking, like the fear trembling or fear, fear retreat. So what we can do to help our animals during these times is when we see our dogs start to close their mouth and start to stare, we can say to them, blink your eyes, look away, lick and yawn, and we can get them to do those be- those behaviors. Um, okay, let me see if Fenway has heard that. I, are you still here? Yes. Oh, you are. Good. Okay. I'm just quietly listening you to your... <laughs> no, I'm okay. quietly listening. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were missing in action. No. Okay. So, Fenway, what do you think about those signals? Do you get to understand those signals? Yeah, but when I do them, my jaw hurts. And my whole jaw and my whole mouth. And I just feel really mad. I'm just a mad dog. God, it's so unusual at three years old. Why is he feeling so mad? Fenway, do you feel like it's something going on in your body that's making you mad? Or do you feel like you're just mad at people? Or is there something in your life or in your mom's life? Can you think? Sometimes I try to have fun. But then it just gets ruined because the madness comes back again. I wonder what that is. I wonder if it's like, that's so weird because it doesn't just seem behavioral. It seems like there's something going on with him physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Uh-oh, now I'm here. I'm hearing myself feedback. Do you hear that? Oh, sorry. That's me. That's me. I'm turning off. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I lost you. I lost you. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, good. So tell us, uh, so did you hear anything that we were saying? I did. I, I, that's why I had the radio on, because I was, I was listening to see if maybe something happened. But yes, I heard all of the things you talked about, behavior. Okay, do, did they do, did uh, Dr. Rachel Jones, did she do a blood panel on him? Fenway's had a full blood panel. He is 100% healthy. I don't know uh, what that is. And what, and what do you feed him? I feed him a raw food diet from Wendy Volhard. So it's oh like uh, it's it's raw food with a protein. I usually give him turkey or beef, and he loves and he, it. And he's never had he's never had a seizure or anything. He has had a seizure before. Um, never oh. around me. Um, he has had a seizure uh, when he was at a dog. At the, at the dog, um, like he was housed overnight one night, and he had a seizure. 
Because um, what he's talking about reminds me of seizure dogs. It's yeah. really weird. It's like, you know that feeling of drinking way too much caffeine and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like on edge mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Or, or like like lack of sleep and you're just cranky? Uh-huh. Like, like overworked and lack of sleep and you just don't want to be talked to and you're just cranky? Yeah. That's how it's that's how his body feels. Okay. So, okay. Um, I don't know what to do to make him better because I don't think it's all just behavioral. I think there's something going on in his body that's yeah. causing him yeah. to feel that way and then to be crankier, which makes sense of why it happens sometimes and then sometimes no. Like sometimes he's okay with you touching his paws and then, like, at first I thought, oh, like, maybe you're pinching a nerve or something. No. Like, maybe yeah. every now and then he pinches a nerve. But that's not it. But that taste that he talked about in his mouth, I don't know if you heard that part, that he had, like, a weird no. taste in his mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, he said he had a weird taste in his mouth. That's really common of seizure dogs. Wow. So, there's something going on in his body, but you're doing everything right. Like, you've got him on a good food. You, he's gotten adjusted. He's you know, so he I don't know. Exercise. He, he, yeah, I, I did speak to another psychic. It's, it's so weird. I had a, like a psychic reading with these guys a couple of days ago and the psychic said that she thought he was handled too early when he was a baby and he may have sustained some sort of brain injury. And that's the only thing I can think of myself because sometimes his eyes dilate different sizes. Oh. You know, um, and I don't, I, I yeah. And so did Dr. Rachel, The did she adjust him? She did, yeah. She did. Yeah. And huh. it helped him, and it calmed him down. And I have, like, calming stuff, but I just didn't know if there was something else going on with him. But I, I agree with you. I think it's physical, but I think it's a physical thing that can't be changed. I don't I mean, know. Well, I don't want to ever say he's three years old. I don't want to ever say that right. it can't be changed. Because right, I think right. that we can do a lot with, like, positive affirmations and positive okay. thinking. And, I mean, he could you could change your actual structure if you, like, really think like that. The other thing is that in his picture, he, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if he's still like that, his hair. No, is I heard you say about the hair and the eyes. So I would definitely make sure that that is, like, he. I, I don't care if he looks funny, just make sure okay. that he can see all the way around because okay okay um one time when i was first becoming a dog trainer and i was oh i was a dog trainer but i was learning like the animal communication and Mm -hmm. um i was training this bouvier this is more than than him though and the dog had like hair over her eyes and they swear like that's how the breed is supposed to be they can (laughs) see and and i was like you know and the dog was like really aggressive was like biting people and I was uh-huh. like, I don't care. Like, if I'm going to work with this dog, I want this dog to see. Cut the yeah. dog. Yeah. All we did was cut her, her, the hair around her eyes, and she was never aggressive again. Oh, my goodness. Was, she just couldn't see, you know? Right, so right. I don't okay. think that I don't think that's just his problem, but it doesn't help. No, so, I hear you. So, let me ask you one other question, because he lives in a, in a, he lives with my other dog, and I'm wondering if she's adding to his like anxious behavior, because what kind of, what kind of dog is she? She's a Portuguese. I posted her picture too. She's a Portuguese water dog. She's nine years old. Okay. And um, 
And okay, she and he fight quite often. Okay, let's ask Fenway. Fenway, is she? No, it's just everybody irritates me. Yeah. yeah. They just all irritate me. Something physical going on with him. And um, maybe you should get him x-rayed. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and just see, like, what if he's got something going out in his back or something that might be affecting, you know, mm-hmm. like, what what's causing the seizure is what I want to know. And, and yeah. um, of course, no vaccines and all that. But, you know, um, yeah. and tell, tell Rachel to tell you when Sherry's coming in, our chiropractor, because she should see him, too. Okay. But, okay. Okay. Well, keep us posted and let us know if you thank find you. out anything else. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't help okay. you more. All Thanks, right. Anya. Thank Bye, Anya. Let's you know, go. the other thing is um, that uh, if it is neurological, then perhaps that um, the biofeedback or something like that or neurofeedback or whatever might help. And yeah, they, she said she was already taking him. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if they continue doing that, that might help. You know, you might see it down the line more. Yeah, and it takes also a while. Positive, right, that's good. And those positive affirmations too. Ben, what do you want to say for your positive affirmation? I have a normal life. I love people and animals. Oh, how sad is that? Mm-hmm. But he wants to, you know. Yeah. But he gets so irritated. I feel like mm-hmm. people who are in chronic pain, they're kind of crabby like that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, the reason why I said to get them x-rayed, too, is, like, sometimes what happens is they've had the pain their whole entire life. Like, that other psychic said something happened. Like, I forget yeah. what he said, but something happened to him when he was a baby. And they grow up with the pain their whole life because they don't know what's normal. So they don't. Yeah. So, like, he could have something with his spine or something, but he's not saying, like, oh, my spine, because he's always had it. He doesn't know that yeah. there's something wrong right right well i hope they figure it out um our next caller is uh dotty who's a 12 year old uh pit mix female and christine the mom had another dog too who passed away in 2009 and dotty has been very needy and lonely um so what kind of behaviors is she showing christine well, you know, I, I say that she's needy and, and lovey. She's she's the most wonderful, loving little dog I've ever had in my life, and I've had some wonderful little babies. Um, she was always close and has always been close to us. It's my mom and I, and she's our girl. And when her sister, I call her her sister, Molly, passed away, she she was very needy. She loves to go bye-bye. Um, and when you tell her, you know, you have to go somewhere and you're coming back, she understands, but she waits for specifics. I mean, she has to go through, um, she has to have a lot of attention and love every day, which is fine. They work at home. It's okay. Um, but she's, she's a wonderful little girl, but I just wonder if she sees her. Sometimes she goes into a stare and she stares, you know, at the door and she looks at her toys and she seems sometimes like she gets a little sad when that happens. And when she I does, when she does what? What? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. That she gets she, a little. She, she goes off into it like a stare. She stares at one spot specifically. She'll watch one area and she'll watch and she'll look at her toys and she'll look back and she seems a little sad when that happens. So I wonder, is she seeing her? Is she visiting her? And 
you know, is she happy? I mean, is is she uh, is there anything more we can do for her? Is she happy and feeling well? And is there any more that we can do for her to make her life as wonderful as possible because she's the most deserving, wonderful little baby? Oh, good. And, and, and is she? I'm sorry, story. you were cutting out a little bit. I think it's on my end. But when you said, is she seeing her? Is she seeing who? I missed that part. Is she seeing her 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 sister, her little her her other dog that that passed away in nine? Molly. Oh, that passed away. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Let's get Dottie and see how she's doing. Dottie, honey, did you hear your mom? I get scared sometimes too. Mhm. Is she afraid to be alone? Yeah, she says I don't know what it means to live when you're totally secure. What do you mean by that, honey? It's like sometimes I feel empty air around me. Mm, And it's just a weird feeling. Yeah, you know that feeling of like, it reminds me of, I mean, those are for lack of better words, empty air, but it's that feeling of sort of like being out in the middle of the woods and then all of a sudden being like a little nervous and you just are like, oh my gosh, there's so much space and I don't know where I'm safe. It's okay. kind of that okay. that sort of feeling. She was really afraid to be by herself after she first passed away when we left her at home by herself. Mm. And we, we felt terrible. I mean, you can't take her everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pretty much do. Do you see your but. sister sometimes? Do you see your sister? I see her, but she's different. She'll run really fast and then she'll roll on the ground. <laughs> and then that she'll disappear. Did she do that in life, Molly? Uh-huh. uh-huh. She oh, did. That's she did. <laughs> well, that's yeah, good that did. you're seeing her like that. That's really good that you see her like that. And that's her spirit. So, Daddy, do you understand that when your friend passes away, it's because her body couldn't hold her spirit anymore? And you know, when you look at your mom or look at any of your friends and you see like a bark in their eye that's their spirit and so when the body can't hold the spirit anymore the body dies and then the spirit goes into like a new space and what's really neat about it is that you get to see your sister not everyone can see their sister so it's I neat would that love to see her. <laughs> yeah right mom would love to see her too so do you talk to her at all when you see your sister? Because maybe when you're home alone, she can talk to you. She just says, eat all your food. Oh! You need to Boy, eat all your food. Like to stay eat all healthy. your food. You <laughs> <laughs> love to eat, does, that, does Daddy eat, though? She does. She she has, she eats, um, she eats a diet just like her sister. It's she eats a lot of vegetables, chicken, um, white meat chicken. We we have never never fed her dog food. She she doesn't oh, think much of it. Good. So they, good. They are cooked for. So good. Wow. Oh, that's good, Dottie. You're lucky, Dottie. I know. Is she feeling okay otherwise too, Dottie? Is she she feels okay? Sometimes I have a pain in my bladder. Sometimes she's a pain in her bladder. Sometimes when I pee, it stings. It stings. Do you know, notice? Okay. Is she drink? Is she drinking a lot of water? She does drink a lot of water. Oh, maybe I'd get a blood test done. Okay. Yeah, 
One month. How old is she? Thir- uh, she'll be 13 in February. Oh yeah, and when was did you get? Have you had her? Have you had some blood work taken from her? Not recently, no. I would get up some blood work taken and to see what's going on with her organs and if some things are going on with her kidneys that you'll be able to pick that up. Maybe they can do a urine analysis too. Okay. Because if she's drink, drinking a lot of water, she probably shouldn't be drinking a lot of water, and so maybe she's got something going on too. Yeah, she. I noticed that after certain foods. She'll drink a little bit more than other times, but oh. you know, and we yeah, try to let her out a lot. Yeah, except that she says that her bladder it stings when she pees. I think I would have that checked. Hmm. Okay, we'll do that. Is there anything else I need to know that she? <laughs> I always feel like she has things to say. She just doesn't have the venue. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell my mom I love her. Oh, well, we love her too. And, and I like to eat with, I like to eat with them on the floor. Tell oh, them to sit on yeah. the floor with me. <laughs> well, she eats in bed. Oh, it's funny. Does. She's taken to eating in bed. She won't eat on the floor. She don't like it. She wants to eat oh. up in. She'll, I mean, she will if we're sitting on the floor, but she prefers to eat in the bed watching TV. Oh my and God! How her funny food up is and she'll, that? <laughs> she'll lay down and eat right from the. Right, she'll oh lay down and she'll God, eat and she'll watch TV. Funny yeah. is that. Oh, Dottie <laughs> is the queen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> so that that's wonderful. I'm I'm really happy mm. to hear that. I'm you know I was devastated when we lost Molly. It was really sad, and I knew yeah. it was going to be hard for her. And you know I don't I don't want to take anything away from Dottie because she's she was really really seriously abused as a puppy. And you know we don't we don't want her to feel anything other than our full attention. So would she, would she would she take to another yeah. dog at some point? I okay. Last question. Okay, let me get her. No, I don't want another dog. <laughs> no, okay. I I like it just being me. I well, like it. She likes being, being the queen. I yeah, know, so. right? Thanks for calling so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, yeah. We got another queen. We have a lot of queens today. (laughs) Queen Rosa. So in the chat room, I did a roll call, and so yeah, roll call of all the animals. So I'm gonna tell you who's all in the chat room. We got. Piper, who is a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, white, pale, chestnut, and who is 13. We have a tabby cat named Oreo, who is a male, one years old. And then we have another Rosa, tricolor cat, female. We have Hime, a tricolor cat, tabby, gray, white, and orange, female, eight months. We have Gigi, a tuxedo cat, female. And uh, then we have rescue cats who are uh, Fathead, uh, D'Artagnan, <laughs> I think we've had D'Artagnan on the show before, Tomoku, Sansara, uh, Mama Kitty, Baron Von Vonderhoff, ha, no, Vonderham <laughs> of Cheem. I love that name. Wow. Uh, oh, my God. We have Jeff Vader, Mr. Stevens, Roman, numeral X. 
Okay. Wow. I think I've said this <laughs> And you're all in oh. the chat room? Oh, yeah. We all we also have Heidi, a female uh, G, uh, German, a GFD. What's that? German, German Shepherd. Shepherd dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And Bruder male, GFD mix. We have a cat named Jax, male, three-year-old, cat named Charlie, male, and a dog Aww, named Widget. Oh, how cool so hello. is that? Yeah. Thanks to all the um, moms and dads in the chat room who are chatting in there with all their pets. Yay. <laughs> I Do think that's really cool. Do we talk to any of them? I'm going to get yeah. one of them right now. Okay. okay. Who am I going to get? Real quick. Who's screaming at me? Who's screaming at me? Huh. I don't know who this is. I think, is it Jaime? H-I-M-E? Oh, Jaime? The tricolor tabby? Yeah. I think sure that she wants a twisty stick to chew on. I wonder what that is. That might be coming from somebody else, too, and they're trying to get in. <laughs> and I want the flavored water broth. You know what? I think they're just screaming, and I don't know who's who. But so <laughs> somebody you said, like, chicken broth, too. They want their chicken broth. So if that makes sense to anyone. Yeah. yeah. They're just screaming. That's funny. Yeah, they're just Screaming. <laughs> Anything else? I want my fluffy bed washed. <laughs> the fluffy donut bed. The middle is getting yucky. Okay, someone has a fluffy donut bed that needs to be washed, people. I want the chewy candies that taste like caramel. I wonder who that is. Who's feeding their dogs candy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do they know what caramel tastes like? That's not good. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, words of wisdom real quick before we got to go. I'm going to ice Fenway. So today is Fenway's first words of wisdom. Benny? Yeah. Are you awake? Are you... Well, he did last week, too, I think. Yeah. He's awake yeah. now. He's here. He's getting ready. Tell us. He says, he says trust your process. Because it only gets better. And if you're naughty, your people will explain to you how to get better. If your people listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's already marketing the show. This is great. Good job. I know, he's marketing the show. He's already caught on his whole eye talking to your pet, explaining everything thing. (laughs) Funny. I like that he's already working for the radio show. I know. Right? Yeah. He's so already like in, in business here. I know. Trust the process. That's a good one. Good one, Fenway. Well, thank you all for joining us on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. We'll be here next week talking to the animals. And until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. You can also like us on Facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio, and follow us at the Pet Psychic on Twitter. See you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everybody. Talk to the animals.